with the orange juice? No way, man. Like that was that was a bad. No one likes no one likes McDonald's breakfast burritos. Nobody. You should have went with the McFlurry. You should have went with the McFlurry. You I don't it. like McFlurries. You should have went with the McFlurry, and you know it. Well, welcome back to the third episode of the Two Dudes Named Ryan podcast here on a Friday. I'm basking in the Suns' glorious victory over the Denver Nuggets just minutes ago. Man, Foley, how are you doing? You got anything as making you feel as good as me right now because of my Phoenix Suns? Not at all. No. No? <laughs> Not at all. I'm, I'm happy for you, dude. When your team actually wins and... In the playoffs, you've been a life, Yeah, exactly. In a lifelong fan, that feels really good. I am a lifelong Cincinnati fan, Cincinnati Reds, Cincinnati Bengals. It has been That's tough. brutal. It's been so tough. So tough. I've been blessed to see two of my four major teams win a championship in my lifetime. I think that's probably more than most people get. I got my uh, the Rams in 99, and then I saw the Blues win it a couple of years ago, too. So I'm doing pretty good. And I'm going to keep piling on to you. I saw something today that would make you happy, I know, based on our first episode. Two days in a row now, I've seen a hummingbird buzzing around. Just chilling out back. And yeah, it is mesmerizing. I'm going to agree with you. I mean, Brooks are pretty sweet. I've been staring at him. I like it. Probably going to rocket up your favorite. Uh, he's probably climbing up your favorite animal. I mean, they have to. They're so cool. All I had to tell you who's not is uh, I think there's some moles around here. Piles of dirt, fresh piles of dirt in our yard. So those guys are quickly getting on my crap list. We don't swear on here. <laughs> <laughs> my poo poo list. <laughs> I had never dealt with them until I moved to uh, Washington and just uh, like two years ago when we first bought our house, I'm in the backyard mowing. I was like, what the heck is going on? There's just like these little cone holes in, t- in the grass. It's like, yeah. what the heck is this? And I couldn't figure it out. So I brought my son out here and I was like, are you digging in the, uh, <laughs> in, in the grass? But it was, it was like too perfect for my son. My son was like, no, I wasn't doing that. You know, did a little research. Of course, yeah, it's the voles and the moles. Yeah, either so one. Voles and the moles. What's the difference between a vole and a mole? Have no clue. You know, owls will eat both of them. <laughs> there you, <laughs> there go. you go. The classic: just bring in a predator to get rid of your problems, and then you have a problem with the new animal, and then you bring in a predator to get rid of them, and pretty soon you got lions in your backyard. <laughs> Isn't the Tennessee mascot a vole? The volunteers. They're the voles. They're volunteers. This is short for the. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the worst mascot ever. They have like no eyes and like a little pointy nose. <laughs> That's like worse than the gooey ducks, the Evergreen State or whatever. There's got to be a meme out there about the Tennessee Vols. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this thing. On tonight's episode, we're going to start off with uh, what's on tap, talk about the beer we're drinking. Then we're going to move into the top of the mind segment where we each just kind of talk about whatever has been on our mind this week, whatever that may be. And then lastly, this week's game segment, the final segment we do, the rotating segment, we're going to play, we're going to do a draft like you would for a fantasy football. We're going to draft our top four McDonald's items off the menu. It's going to be fun. Just like any draft, you can't pick what else someone else has picked. After we're done, we'll put it on Twitter, see who wins. So I think it's going to be a fun episode. How are you excited? I know you've been practicing or you've been thinking about this draft coming up to this tonight's episode. 
I practiced with my sixth graders during lunch today. We have to eat lunch because <laughs> of uh, in our classroom because of COVID restrictions. And so I put the put them to the test. Uh, we did a class draft of McDonald's menu items. They gave it some was, good inspiration, didn't they? Oh gosh, it was so much fun. And even <laughs> my principal came in and we made him draft. Uh, he picked a uh, McFlurry. Ooh, McFlurry. Some Mocha McFlurry. I was pretty obscure, but uh, that's he had like the seventeenth pick in the draft. A lot was taken <laughs> off the board by that point. Basically, the kicker of the uh, McDonald's menu, McFlurries. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start off. What's on tap? Um, why don't you start off, Foley? What you got over there? Ooh, I got an OG beer for us, man. Back in the day when we were in college, both at Montana State, when you would go to the R Bar. And when we were had enough pocket change to order something besides a Coors Light, oftentimes we would get ourselves a Black Butte Porter from Deschutes Brewing out of Bend, Oregon. I saw it in like they had like a fun case, like a a, a four case of different types of IPAs, and then Black Butte Porter was uh, just added on to it. So I was like, okay, I think that's gonna be good. So I picked that up today. I was excited to crack a Black Butte. hadn't had one for a while. It's still a really good porter. I think when I had pocket change in college, I just bought two Coors Lights instead of one. Instead of springing <laughs> for a nicer beer, we have two Coors Lights. Yeah, <laughs> different uh, different reasons for drinking when you're in your late thirties and when you're twenty one. A little bit different. <laughs> All right. Well, I have a Northwest Red Ale by Bowie Beer Company, as we were jokingly call it. Bowie. We're bringing that Bui. back to the eighties. Yeah, Bowie. A story, a sty, Astoria, Oregon. So it's actually, I've had this before. It's a pretty flavorful, bitter uh, red. It's a 65 IBUs. I think you would actually really like it. If you can find this somewhere in your neck of the woods, it's hoppy for a red. It's really good. It's a very different red ale. I actually like it quite a bit. I think you would enjoy it too because you're uh, Mr. Hops over there. So, Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense to me why you would be drinking that that is like <laughs> against your grain you are not a hot profile guy no. you're a malty beer kind of guy what, what what are you doing if it can have enough balance on it and it's, i don't just taste like kale like kale extract in my beer then you know the hops are the hops are all right <laughs> so it's a good one man I've, i came back and I, this is the second time i've had it so clearly i liked it enough to make a repeat purchase of it all right well there's what we're both drinking both lubricated for our next segment what's on the top of your mind oh, let's, i'm gonna start off with you this, this time as well because i'm in charge making you go first all right ryan what's been on my mind the last week it has been flip phones i don't know about you but i'm getting sick and tired of my smartphone all the apps everything it can do i'm i'm just like saturated with smartphone in my life i I really like find myself just loathing, just using the smartphone. I find myself on Twitter, just being depressed by Twitter scrolling. I know you and I've had conversations about this recently and I, maybe I need to be a better Twitter, uh, Twitter E. I don't know if that's even a word, but Twitterer, <laughs> Twitterer, there you go. <laughs> a Twitter. Um, what the kicker was for me was I was watching a, an interview with Nick Castellanos, who is an outfielder for the Reds. And he, uh, he was in a slump and he got rid of his smartphone. And now he has this flip phone, like a cricket wireless of a flip phone. And he just got done doing like a 22 game hit streak. He's, he's batting ridiculous right now. And he's like, yeah, my mind is free. 
I'm not tethered to this anymore. It just feels really good. I was like, holy cow, if Nick Castellanos can do it, I can do it as well. <laughs> well, that one doesn't and land with me because I have this. no idea who that is, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about this for a while off and on. I'm like, man, I just... I mean, you and I grew up without smartphones. I mean, I think about college, phones were there, but they weren't entirely smart yet. And then now, in the last 10 years, it's just like full-blown just consumption of media on your phone all the time. And so... Ah, man, I'm I'm aching for the days where we where we didn't have that anymore, or used to have that. Yeah, man, I, I've had this kind of the same thoughts recently because I, I realize it's not that I think that the phones are inherently bad or sm- smartphones are inherently bad. I just spend more time on it than I should be, and I should be spending more time doing other things. I think it's having an impact on my parenting. Like I spend time on my phone when I should be spending time with my kids. I think it's one of my, one of my biggest beefs with my smartphone. So I've actually thought about going back to a flip phone. For a number of reasons, that being one of them, they're cheaper. Number two, batteries, like two weeks on those things. Like you get lucky if you get a full day out of a smartphone anymore. They're always, they always start off good and you have them for like six months and they like, you know, drain it real fast. So I don't know, man, I kind of, I'm kind of a, I could, I could totally see myself doing that. I'm tired of like always being hooked to my phone, but at the same time, it's my main source of entertainment at this point for a lot of things. So it'd be a hard break in some ways. I think you hit it right. And the family part, right? You and I are both dads. We both know we would spend more time with our kids if we didn't have our smartphones, right? We would spend more time talking to our wives if we didn't have our smartphone. Yeah. And my wife's just as guilty as me on this too, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, the thing we, the thing you and I would miss out on the most is the sports news because you and I are, are huge sports fans and particularly with Montana State. And so that would be something we would uh, we would really struggle with. We would have to find different avenues in order to uh, do our research and pay attention that way. But man, I'm I'm starting to think that the benefits of going back to a flip phone might outweigh keeping a smartphone. I think if you want to go something like that, and I think you might be right. I think, but if you want to try something like that, I would I would uninstall your social media apps or something and try that for like a week. See how you feel. Delete Twitter, delete Facebook, whatever else you get into Instagram. I don't know. Delete it for a week. Don't even look at it. Don't do anything and just kind of see if that dramatically improves your mood, your focus or anything. Then yeah, man, take the next step. I uh, I did that for Facebook. I went off of it for a week and I found myself even only hap- like not haphazardly, not very often looking at it once I got it back on my phone. I don't engage in, in Facebook like I used to because I was... Man, I would just get into the comment section. I would just argue with people over politics and all sorts of stuff. And I was it's like, yeah, this isn't making me happy. I like to argue. I don't like to argue that much, though. <laughs> I don't like to get riled up. I like to argue for fun, not to <laughs> not to get riled up about something. So I found now that I've actually, now once I've done that, I kind of reset myself and I'm able to actually browse Facebook and just look at news articles and not get sucked into the comment section. I use it as more of a news aggregate or actually what it may be meant to be seeing what my friends are up to, <laughs> that kind of stuff, seeing family posts and stuff like that. So, I mean, that could be a good starting point. Just kind of delete Facebook and all that stuff and see how you feel after about a week. It would be a starting point. It kind of rewired me on how I approach social media doing that. Kind of an all-in or all-out kind of guy, so. <laughs> Rip the bandit off. Yeah. Cold turkey. Right? So, I think we should put it on a poll. Put yeah. a Twitter poll out there. 
Would you be willing to go back to a flip phone? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good poll, and it's a good question, and I think the answer for a lot of people probably would be yes if you really, really thought about it. Mm-hmm. That's on my mind. That's, good. that's a good one. All right. What's on my mind? Um, basically, how am I going to word this? Nosy neighbors. I'm going to we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so if you've been listening to the podcast, I've mentioned a little bit about, I think I have, uh, about the lawn situation here in the town I live in. I moved from a place where no one really did too much with their lawns. You mowed. That's about it. You didn't water it. You didn't use the edger or make it all pretty. You just mowed it so the weeds wouldn't overtake your entire lawn. I moved to a town now that will actually fine you. If it gets out of control, the city will fine you if it gets too bad. So, of course, I've been keeping on top of it. I've been doing uh, mowing, got a trimmer, doing all that stuff. But two things have happened since we've been here that have rubbed me the wrong way in terms of my neighbors. One, I caught my neighbor across the street when I was walking my daughter back from school in my corner garden digging weeds out himself without asking me. He just came on my property and started digging out weeds. <laughs> Did not uh, like that very much. And then number two, we uh, this is like just happened the other day. We had an uh, older lady down the down the road come by and, and uh, talk to my wife about letting a little tiny group of weeds come to seed. And we got to talking to you about letting our weeds go all the way to seed. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious your thoughts here fully. Who, if the, is that appropriate behavior for neighbors to come onto your property and weed, and then also get on your, your butt for weeds? Well, first you should be thanking that gentleman. Why? <laughs> he's weeding. He's setting I mean, a precedent for coming on my property without asking me. I'm a very private person. You don't come and weed into my garden, even if it's overrun with weeds. Man, I'm telling you, if I saw a gentleman weeding in my yard, I'd be cracking a beer, taking it out to him <laughs> in an instant. Be like, hey, you are working too hard. Thank you, sir. I, I got more in the back. You want to come in the back? <laughs> let's keep let's let's strike up this friendship. Uh, thank you. As as far as as far as this lady goes. You know, I think she might have crossed the boundary a little bit. Uh, for for instance, like, is she just like watching your house? Is she like watching the weeds grow in your house? Going, I wonder. You know, <laughs> sometimes I wonder. I get the sense that my the person we bought the house for bought or built a fence around their house, which wasn't there originally, to kind of keep some prying eyes out of his business. Is is what I've gathered <laughs> from talking to him in a uh, dealings. So, yeah, it was. And I mean, neither of them are wrong. It could. And the guy said, like, I don't want this to come across the street and then get into my garden. He's not wrong about that. But I don't know if that's how I'd approach it. If if my neighbor, would you do that? I guess is my question. If you saw your neighbor had weeds, would you just go over there and start weeding for him without talking to him? You know, if it was close to my house, so if it was adjacent to my house, let's say we shared a property line. I might do like a little sprucing up for him here and there. Here's the one thing you want to do, Ryan, though. I think this this is uh, this will solve your problem. All weed, your neighbors weed. get rid of my weeds myself. No, <laughs> this is not actually a weed problem. This is a, how you treat your neighbor problem. This is a this is a how you manage your neighbors. I have I can think of my neighbor on my left, my neighbor on my right, across the street. I have different relationships and different expectations for all of them. And as long as that kind of keeps in the 
the feng shui of our relationship, everything's golden, man. So if you want to keep this person happy, if this guy is like, you know, just do the bare minimum. If, if you're not a, like a tidy yard kind of guy, you know, just kind of do what you want. But don't grind the axe against him because that's not going to help him. It's not going to help you. You're always just going to have, and it's just going to grow. It's, you're just going to always feel like this angst between each other. As far as this like lady goes, I think if she sees you out there, you know, pulling some weeds, you know, spraying some dandelions, whatever it is, she's probably going to be like, all right, you know, they're on it. Every once in a while, you bring out the little trimmer, and, you know, you make the the edge line look pretty good. I think she's going to be happy with you. So there's a couple things you could do that are fairly pretty simple. No, I mean, that's how that we approached satisfy. it too. I, I, I t- the guy was like, I hope this is okay. And I said, yeah, man, you know, it's fine. I didn't get on him. I let him do his thing. He's like, I hope I didn't cross any lines. Like, oh man, you're, you're cool. I'm non-confrontational. So I'm pretty much gonna, <laughs> sure, man, whatever. And I told my wife about it. She got, she was not as cool as I was, but that's how, that's how that one transpired. He never knew that I was, we were upset about it and he hasn't been back as, as far as I can tell. And we did go. And after she, we, she talked to us, we went, got this weed sprayer. we pulling weeds. So she had to have seen the improvement on the property. So we're trying to play nice. I'm not, I'm not saying we outwardly handled it differently, but in my mind, I'm like, this, this annoys me. Like, it's just, I just, I'm so such a private person that someone like getting in my business about my yard just rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you should like move out to the woods, like the Unabomber and then just like, nobody would ever talk to you. It'd be perfect. That would be amazing. It would be amazing. <laughs> I have I've navigated the um, pandemic better than most because of my uh, reclusive, introverted nature. Anyway, and we've been doing this podcast the whole time remotely, so nothing's really changed a whole lot for me, to be honest. <laughs> Just in, we moved to a new house with some uh, neighbors that the kind of neighbors I haven't had before. So I'm going to give you advice that my father gave me that stuck with me for my entire life, and that's this, Ryan: never burn a bridge. Agreed. Never burn a bridge. Whether it's an employer, a friendship, a relationship, you never burn a bridge. Nope. Just burn some weeds to avoid burning bridges. <laughs> <laughs> Have All a little right. slash fire in your neighborhood. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Like I've kept the yard better than I've ever kept in a yard and it's still still not enough. So my goal as a as a I don't have that dad gene. Okay. I don't have the I want to have the best yard in the neighborhood. I don't want to be out there doing it. I don't enjoy it particular. I know that you do. I know that was like your your job as a kid. Like I want to be a groundskeeper in the major league baseball. Not me, man. I want I want to be perfectly average. I, I don't want to have the worst yard on the block. I don't want to have the best yard. I just want to be enough that no one complains about it. But not, I guess I'm not there. <laughs> Been failing because I've had two complaints. You've had one complaint. You had one guy that came over and weeded for you, but you had one complaint. That's a complaint. That's just taking action. That's just instead of verbalizing, he's just doing something about it. I think that's pretty cool. That guy just took the action. You don't see that very often anymore. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's move on to the to the fun main event that we've been kind of excited about, I guess you could say. The McDonald's menu item draft. I'm going to lay out the ground rules here, as we've discussed and decided beforehand. First of all, kind of the premise is, and this is this is how I'm going to liken this to: you're on death row for whatever reason. You're wrongly accused. In this case, maybe maybe you got mad at your neighbor for having some weeds, and you did something about it. You're on death row. 
they say that your last meal has to consist of McDonald's for some strange reason. They're the only place open. I don't know. So you got to pick the McDonald's. So you're, you're building your menu, your last meal menu based on your McDonald's draft here. So we're going to go back and forth drafting. So, I mean, yeah, you, you can draft based on what you like. You can draft based on what you think people will vote for. That's all strategies here that you have to decide amongst. So it doesn't have to follow the traditional like burger, fries. And, no, no, and no. Like Coke or something. No. You okay, cool. You don't have to have a complete meal, man. You can have four versions of a cheeseburger if that's what you want to do for your last meal before, you, before you're taken out. <laughs> that's fine. It's fine with me. And there, Got it. And this is also assuming all, all menu items are on the menu at whatever time this is happening. Breakfast, lunch, none of that. All, all day breakfast, none of that value menu. Anything that's and also historical, historical McDonald's items. If you found anything that you loved, it's discontinued. It's uh, maybe limited edition. They only do it every every other two years. I don't know. That's also on the table. So anything that's ever existed at McDonald's, any time of the day, it's all fair game. So we didn't talk about who goes first, but uh, you know what? I've been tossing everything to you, and as an as a being fair about this, I made you go first with your thing. I'll make you go for, I'll let you go first here. So you have the first pick in the McDonald's <laughs> official draft pick number one out of four rounds. We'll go five if we have time, but fourth, four rounds, number one pick Ryan Foley. What do you got? I'm going 20 piece nugget. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. It's a good one. That's a solid pick. And why is that? Why do you like the McNuggets so much? <laughs> Well, the the McNuggets are good regardless. I I'm specifically choosing the 20 piece because That's a lot of nuggets. It's a lot of nuggets, but if I'm doing my last meal, I want to have enough <laughs> where I don't want any more nuggets. The the thing about the 10 piece nugget that always bugs me is like two three nuggets in, I mean that could be like almost you know, if you're hungry, you can scarf down three nuggets in a matter of and maybe you're more hungry than you were before you ate those three nuggets. They've just whetted your <laughs> right. appetite is all they've done. <laughs> exactly. And so there's something satisfying about getting the 10 box and going, knowing you have another 10 box. The, the second 10 box is almost like a dessert box. You're like, Oh yeah. I've never ordered 20 before. Is it just two 10 boxes? They don't have a 20 box. They used to. When we were kids, when we were in high school, they used to have a 20 box. And like McDonald's used to run it like a thing, like it was it was like crazy cheap. I want to say it was like three dollars sometimes, five dollars for twenty yeah. nuggets. But yeah, they give you two tens now, so like the second ten box feels a little bit like indulgent. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, like the act of opening a second box makes me feel worse about myself than just getting a box of twenty. <laughs> well, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not saying I order twenty nuggets all the time. That that is like a rare occasion, and in fact, I I don't do it for myself. I clearly don't yeah. do it for myself. But if I if I was on death row, yep. twenty nuggets would be my first order for sure. All right, McNuggets, solid pick. We'll, we'll see if that uh, if that's a winner right there. I'm gonna go. You're making me choose now because if I don't pick fries, you're gonna take fries with your second pick, and then you got nuggets and fries, and that's a good solid lineup right there. But I cannot pass up the Big Mac. I just can't do it. I love Big Macs. That's going to be my first pick because, uh, man, I love the sauce on it. I love the piece of bread in the middle. Somehow that calorie monster is is like a 10-piece nugget. It's like something you inhale and it's like, why, why I only ate one of these things? So I'm going to go with the, I guess if we're being specific, I'm going 
can I do the combo meal? No, I'll just do the Big Mac. Actually, no, yeah, Big Mac. Just straight Big Mac. That's my number one pick. Big Mac. My father once told me you're not American unless you've had a Big Mac. Oh, he's not wrong. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it is is an accurate statement. (laughs) It's an indictment on Americans and what we choose to eat. But anyway, Big Mac, number one pick. I want to kick it back to you. What's your uh, second pick there? So McNuggets, twenty piece McNuggets on the board, off the board, and the Big Mac off the board. This is a big pick for me. Yeah. Do you, do you fries or, or do you dive into your into the breakfast menu? <laughs> Neither. I'm, I'm going to throw a curveball. You're not going to see this coming. I don't know if it's a great second pick off off the draft board for me or a third pick overall, but I'm going to go any dollar drink menu. So like the dollar Diet Coke? I love it, man. Anything. Uh, so if I had to pick, I'd probably do the dollar. You got to pick one. Lo- yeah. Dollar Coke. Dollar hey, Coke. I'll bar. even let you say dollar soda. I'll let you do that. But you can't say dollar no. menu and then also have like, because that's coffee also. We've talked to, I, I mean, I specifically talked about the McDonald's Coke yes. here on this on this podcast. But to to roll up Anytime to McDonald's and know that you can get any size and I, and I know not in your town, your town, whatever's banned. That's some <laughs> weird McDonald's voodoo yep. thing they got going Small on. Small is like a $1.89. <laughs> Man, I love it. I love it. And they just got high C back. They just got high, high C? C back. I haven't had high C in a couple Let's decades. Go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Man, so... Man, that I did not see that coming. That's a surprise pick right there. Well, yeah, my second pick is going to be any dollar drink. The the dream McDonald's meal is when you have like the burger fries and then you shove it all in your mouth at the same time and you drink soda while you got a mouthful of food to saturate it all with the sugar water. <laughs> that was my that was my jam when I was a kid. So now I can't do my complete meal now that you've taken soda off the board, basically. I'm going to go ahead and though and pick fries with my second pick here because that's an obvious choice. So now I got my Big Mac. I got my fries. I'm not going to be able to wash it down with a soda. That is a problem. That is a problem for my my side here, but uh I'm pretty I'm feeling pretty good about McDonald's french fries, which are not my favorite fast food french fry, but an all-around classic french fry and uh a good french fry. So that's yeah, pretty happy with my my first two picks here. What's, what sauce are you using with your French fry? I'm a ketchup man. For French fries? Now, now if I had if I had my 20-piece nuggets and I had barbecue sauce, I'd be dipping those French fries into my barbecue sauce, but I don't. So ketchup all the way here. McDonald's barbecue sauce is basically right. just slightly smoky ketchup. <laughs> they just add some of their like smoke, liquid smoke into ketchup and call it barbecue sauce, but... It is different. <laughs> it is, man. It's pretty good too. All right. Well, here we go. That's a we got a good competition going here. Number with the number five overall pick, Ryan Foley selects breakfast burritos. Breakfast burritos. Wow, that is surprising. Those are probably my uh, least favorite breakfast item on McDonald's menu. I do not like their breakfast burritos. What what makes you like those things so much? You know, I don't you get two in a meal, right? They're, they're not even big enough. Yeah. They give you two. 
so this is what if had I not done this with my sixth grade class today, I would never even thought of the breakfast burritos. But when some when when some girl in my class had breakfast burritos, I was like, yes, you know. And I don't order them often. It's not something I order off the menu, like regularly. I actually go with the sausage McMuffin more than I go with the breakfast burritos. But every time, like my sons get the breakfast burritos. That's where I'm thinking about it. And they'll be like, hey, I don't like this, Dad. I'm like, all right, I'll take it. I'll take it on. And I'm like, man, why, why am I not ordering these breakfast burritos? They're just good. They got a little, they got a little tang to them. Yeah, everybody likes the scrambled eggs. The sausage is in there. A little couple peppers in there. And it just feels like you're. It doesn't feel like you're filling yourself like too much. It's it's just pleasant. The Fair whole enough. Time it's just pleasant. That is it's good yeah, stuff. They're like they're they're little snack burritos for sure. Like yes, two, even, exactly. Even if you eat two good. of them, you don't. You don't feel too bad about like you don't feel like bloated or too bad like you would eat some of the other stuff in the menu. So I could see that aspect of it. I just think they kind of taste weird. They have a, like a weird like spongy texture. Just not a fan of the the breakfast burritos at McDonald's. Breakfast burrito, the egg enormous burrito at Burger King is by far the best breakfast burrito by a fast food restaurant. It's delicious. It's it weighs like five pounds. It's also five dollars, but it is you. I can't even eat the meal because the burrito itself is so big. I never get the meal. So, so there's, there's my little side note about breakfast burritos. So, all right, number five pick breakfast burritos. That leaves an easy one for me. My number five pick, my personal pick, probably not. If I was going for a, a fan favorite here, this is where I would pick the Egg McMuffin, but I'm not. My personal favorite, and I know that you won't agree with this, sausage biscuit with egg. Love that thing. Biscuits are my favorite vessel for breakfast sandwiches and McDonald's. Theirs are not too dry, especially when you've had it in the wrapping for a while, kind of steams and gets even more moist. And the big like the folded egg fluffy thing that they do with the biscuit, that is my, my favorite breakfast item at McDonald's. So that's my number, my number three pick, the breakfast or the sausage biscuit and, and egg. Got to have the egg. Writing down your picks right now. I'm just <laughs> shaking my head in disappointment. I was pretty excited why. that you picked the burritos because that left me open. I think I think I'm feeling pretty good about mine compared to yours at this point. It's egg <laughs> biscuit. Yeah, biscuit. So here's where you went wrong. It's the biscuit. And here's why the biscuit is wrong. We all eat this in our car, and biscuits are like the worst thing to eat in a car. It's like the Nature Valley Crunch Bars. You know, when you eat a Nature Valley Crunch Bar, it just explodes and it just crumbs everywhere. Not McDonald's. That's a McDonald's biscuit. That's a McDonald's biscuit. They don't explode. Oh, they do. They do not. They're they're crumbs (laughs) everywhere. You get crumbs. Give give your daughter, give your son a uh, a McDonald's biscuit. See what happens in the backseat. I could give my son anything. It's gonna he's gonna quadruple the size of it in the in crumb volume somehow. Just, that's his superpower is turning a, a flake of something into five times as much crumbs that, that you would ever expect. That's a superpower. <laughs> All right. Oh man. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it, that, I think the McMuffin I feel over good. the biscuit all day long. I feel all good. day long. I'm feeling good about my pick. So, all right. So let's, uh, we're, we're running up on some time here. We're not going to have time for a fifth pick. So fourth pick round out your, your final meal. So you got your 20 piece nuggets, you get your drink, you got your dollar soda. Oh my gosh. What was your third pick? Oh, the breakfast burritos. All right. What are you rounding this bad boy off? You going dessert or are you just going to keep piling on the savory grease? 
McChicken. McChicken. Not the spicy, just a regular McChicken. I do enjoy the spicy McChickens. The McChicken has always been there for me. Sans mayo. <laughs> Sans it. mayo? There's only like it's two ju- ingredients on it. Isn't it just mayonnaise and lettuce? It's just lettuce for me because uh, I don't get the mayonnaise. It's just lettuce in the McChicken. Bun, fried on the chicken, menu. and lettuce. On the dollar menu. That sounds, that sounds drier than my biscuit right there. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it's such a solid pick. It is such a solid pick. Oh, man. That's a, that's, a, that's a surprising pick, too, to me. Man, there's so many good things left on the board here. We've got the Quarter Pounder. we got a Sausage, sausage McMuffin. we got uh, the McMuffin with egg, if you don't like just the regular McMuffin, which has no egg. Got some real... real- Rory, none of us have, have taken any desserts. No. There's one dessert out there that is that is like legit, like like all-star. Number one, I don't. I'm not a huge dessert person, and if I am, it's it's basically chocolate or blizzards or ice cream. <laughs> I don't All love. Right. You're don't, not taking. A, you're not taking a, a dessert on your last no. pick. Nope, not going to do it. Can I can I give a shout out to the apple pie then? You may. That thing is pretty tasty. The apple pie, that the, the inferno that is apple pie. Yes. Like we all know, you will burn yourself. Pie, it's just oh my yeah, the roof of your mouth toasted you're for a week hurt, after eating that. But thing. it's a it's a good hurt. <laughs> it's like uh, John Mellencamp hurts so good. All right, so I'm I'm concerned now that my my uh, my Big Mac, my French fries, and my sausage biscuit, I'm gonna have a real bad case of cotton mouth. So now I'm deciding between their coffee, which is not bad coffee, but it's it's not great coffee, or their orange juice concentrate garbage. Ooh, it's so good. Their yeah. orange juice is so it expensive, is. though. It, so I, expensive. I'm going with the orange juice. It's not. I don't think it's good orange juice. And it's always warm. They always serve it to you warm. I like cold orange juice, McDonald's. But I, I got to have a drink for mine. It's just going to be too dry. I'm eating my last meal. I'm choking down my Big Mac, my French fries, and my biscuit. What am I going to do? Add a filet of fish on there and just... No. I got to have something to drink it. So my orange juice is what I'm going to chase it with since you basically stole soda. So there we go. That's rounding out my, my fourth pick. All right. So let's recap here. I have Big Mac. French fries, Sasha's biscuit with egg, orange juice. Ryan Foley has 20-piece chicken nugget. He's got the breakfast burritos. He's got the dollar Coke, whatever. And then this is whatever flavor you like for the for you listeners. And then he's got, uh, oh man, what was your last pick? The McChicken. The McChicken. The McChicken. So that is, that is how the draft ends. I think we got, uh, that's going to be some good competition there. I don't know who won that one. I think both minis are delicious. I like mine, obviously. You like yours, obviously. But we're going to see uh, on Twitter what you guys like. So we'll put that up for a poll here in the coming days. So we're going to go ahead and get out of here, I think. So thanks, everyone, for listening. If you can find us on uh, Apple, iTunes, all these things, if you can give us a rating, a review, and spread the word, that would help us out a lot. You can find us on Twitter, Two Dudes Ryan. And uh, Ryan's uh, waving me down. What do you need there, Ryan? Five-star rating. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a five. Yeah, no one star ratings, please. Four <laughs> four star rating is, is okay, I guess, but five star is what we're going for here. <laughs> so hey, you can find us on Twitter, two dudes Ryan. We appreciate you guys listening. And uh until next time, we're two dudes named Ryan.